Welcome to this episode of Show Your Scars, a look inside the journey back from a devastating injury. We may not choose for this to happen to us, but we appreciate who we become in the process. Now let's dive into this week's episode as we share our strength and show our scars with pride. Hey everybody, welcome to Show Your Scars. It is Thursday, so that means a new podcast is coming at your ears, and I hope that you guys like this. I last week had Joanna Loman on Thursday, which is a little unusual for me, but I think that the response was really good, and her authenticity was really well received by a lot of people, that I reached back out to Joanna this week after she posted something on Instagram, uh, her just sitting on a bench with her crutches and her knee scar or scab, really, her with all the butterfly things on it. I don't even know what those are called. Stary strips. I think it's stary strips. With all the stary strips on it and just head down, a little, looking a little worn out. And she said, This has been the hardest week of my life. I have pushed through levels of pain I didn't know existed. I survived because of a deep sense of purpose, and I will not give up. One of the things that I think I wanted to reach out to Joe is I just wanted to f- talk to her about these feelings that she's having that are coming up because I think they come up with a lot of people when they are going through an injury rehab, and I can't talk to any other really injury besides ACLs, but I know that there is a lot of pain at the beginning, and you go into it with a pretty optimistic mindset and soon enough you're hit with all this pain and it can be really challenging to sort through that and push through the pain and still be positive. And Joe talks about those feelings that she's dealt with the last week. I like how she relates it to a common movie and book series that a lot of you guys would know, which is interesting and uh, just puts a fun spin on all the hard work that she's doing. Lastly, I think her idea of being not only realistic, but optimistic is really crucial and a cool thing that she's taken away from a book that Diana Matheson has given her. So I hope you guys can maybe relate to this or if you can't relate to it, just embrace the way that she's being authentic and real and kind of expressing how she's feeling because one of the things that we talk about in this podcast is that if you run away from your pain, if you run away from your feelings, then you miss the real work that is supposed to be done. So we talk about sitting in that pain, sitting in that emotion and allowing it to grow you into the person and the friend and the player and the athlete and the family member that you are meant to be. Enjoy this talk I had with Joanna Lohman just the other day. Um, Okay, well, I just wanted to talk because I saw your your picture and just your comment about how it was the hardest week that you've ever experienced. And I just wanted to know more and kind of like dig into that a little bit because I feel like this is kind of unique that we – one that you're willing to share and two that we can really help people in in realizing these moments of trial are are common in this process yeah I would love to share um, my experience from from last week I think you know going into this 
never having a knee injury, I didn't know fully what to expect. And the human brain, um, when you feel pain, it's you know, the human brain tells you you're probably doing something wrong, so to stop, to stop what you're doing. And a lot of the ACL physical therapy is having to push through that pain level. And you know, with the scar tissue that builds up and the pain just from the surgery in itself of, you know, taking pieces of your own bone and tendon and creating the new ACL ligament, um, you're in pain, you know, just sitting still. So you know, going to physical therapy every day um, was an experience unlike, you know, I've really ever had. Um, I've had one other surgery, and that was back surgery, but, you know, when you recuperate your back, it's mostly rest. But for yeah. this and your knee, it was you really have to break up that scar tissue and you have to move the knee right away or else it's going to get pretty stiff. So you're going into therapy and doing exercises, you know, you're sweating, you're squirming, you're reaching to the point where you want to start crying and it's all for the sake of getting better and it's hard to wrap your brain around that because you're not just doing it once, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you did it once, you know, let's say one time and snap your fingers and you're better, you're doing this literally over and over again, day after day, hour after hour. And as a professional athlete, you're in physical therapy three, four, five hours a day. So to have to do the reps 10, 20 times and to reach that level of pain each and every time, yeah, it was honestly, it was a shock. It was a shock to my system. And after after therapy and you're putting yourself through that trauma, I would get home and my body would be in survival mode. All I could really do was just lay down on the couch and fall asleep. I yeah. hit like, the point of exhaustion every day, and um, there are moments where you think that, God, is it is it ever going to get any better than this? This is the start of a, a six month, you know, at least process. And there were nights where I would just I would just cry because I didn't really know what else to do, and it was my only form of therapy. And you know looking back on it now and and this week every single day I saw improvement and pushing through that pain every day I was in a little bit less of pain and my knee moved you know even better and the swelling was going down so at least I had that reinforcement but it was so hard Um, so hard and and it's not only the physical spot it's not only the physical pain that you talk about but mentally realizing that I have to I I have to put my body in this pain in order to be better. And then figuring out a way to almost accept that is challenging. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, it's physical struggle. It's an emotional struggle because every day I'm going to the complex where, you know, I would be training with the team. So I'm seeing my teammates. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm visually seeing the life I should be having. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. here I am, you know, squirming on this table, um, feeling like I'm being tortured um, for the sake of getting better and getting back to who I, you know, who I will be in, in months' time. And that is just, it's such a challenge. Yeah. Um, do you think it would be better if you weren't going there every day? Or do you think that being able to see and be around the people that are really supporting you a lot is helpful? Because I, I always felt that way, too. Yeah. I felt like both. Yeah, I think... I think it's really helped me. I think having that collective energy of, you know, I, I hopefully radiate positive energy. So even when I come in, I know what I'm about to go through, but seeing my teammates, I'm I'm like a little puppy waiting at the window. You know, my tail is <laughs> wagging. I get so excited. And 
I see them and they provide me with this motivation and, you know, inspiration to, to keep fighting. You know, like, as funny as it sounds, <clears throat> my team, we've always, uh, we've always talked about the Hunger Games since the first day of preseason and how, um, you know, I was, I was Katniss in the, in the beginning of this and we were, you know, fighting to overthrow the Capitol and we just, everything that happened in practice, we just related it back to the Hunger Games. And so, I, I used that same comparison, and I thought, well, in movie, I don't know if it's three or four, you know, PETA gets captured by the Capitol. Mm-hmm. He gets tortured, and he's brainwashed. And I thought, all right, well, no longer my Katniss, I'm actually PETA. And you know, I'm never going to give in to this pain or, or to this injury because I know that little by little, every single day, although I may not feel like I'm making strides, I'm chipping away at this wall of imprisonment, right? And yeah. Every day that I chip away, you know, silently, steadily, I'm, I'm doing that work that one day when I get there, I'm not sure when, but one day, you know, all, those, all that chipping away at the wall is going to crumble. And I, will, yeah. and I will run back like a woman on fire to District 12. And honestly, <laughs> like having that in my brain and having that purpose and that motivation, like just it, it, it changed my mindset completely. And I was like, okay, you know, this is. Um, this is something that's it's not going to happen overnight, and yeah. I cannot expect leaps and bounds of improvement every single day. There's going to be days where I improve and I feel great, and there's going to be days where I feel like, man, you know, this this really sucks. But yeah. over time, collectively, step by step, you know, you you make you make that progress, and you look back and you think, all right, look what I've actually accomplished. Mm-hmm. I, I love how you are creative in that and that's keeping you motivated and using your 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 whole I think it's really great and I think it helps you kind of gain perspective and it's something that I talk a lot about is like things could be worse right like we are not you are not actually like captured by people that are brainwashing right. you but like to right. to, fi- to find some kind of perspective on the situation is really helpful and I like that I think it's unique and I think um it motivates you in a strange, awesome way. Yeah, absolutely. And then later that night, that same night that I was making that comparison, I was reading the the book Resilience that Diana Matheson gave me. Mm-hmm. And they speak about, in, in the book, they speak about an admiral named James Stockdale who was actually a prisoner of war for seven and a half years um, during the Vietnam War. And... There's now something called the Stockdale Paradox. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Mm-mm. And the whole concept is of how Stockdale survived, and he also created communication methods between other prisoners of war, and he was given um, a Medal of Honor because of, because of all of this. Um, and he said, you know, the key to survival was the ability to combine realism with optimism. So, mm. and, and that realism is, okay, you know, this situation, it's, it's hard. It's, I'm going to be in a lot of pain every single day. Um, and you admit that reality. You don't sugarcoat it because right. it doesn't do you any good. Ignoring the pain doesn't do you any good. But all the while, through the pain and, you know, through this um, kind of brutal fact is you, you never lose hope. And, you know, that hope isn't, okay, I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm going to do it in one month. That hope is I'm going to be better somehow, someday. And yeah. that hope will allow you to prevail. Um, and I read that, and, I, you know, that was so profound to me. And it's, mm-hmm. every single day I've, I've thought about that. And, you know, God forbid that that ever happened. Um, you know, his situation was much more dire than mine. But I think everyone can kind of relate to that. 
we've all been through a struggle where we didn't really know when it was going to end and it was hard to find optimism in it. Um, but not allowing ourselves to ignore our current situation and to, to face it, you know, wake up every day and face it, I think it yeah. really gives us strength. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to have to just, just reeling me in. Um, but when you talk about those moments that you find yourself crap, what do you feel like is the point of like why you're crying? Are you crying because of what's happening currently? Are you are you looking into the future and and scared about that, or what is that um, kind of tipping point that or whatever is kind of if you can pinpoint what's making you cry? I think I was just you know hitting hitting my exhaustion point just mentally and physically and emotionally. I think everything that day or the day, you know, the days ahead was just, it was so hard and it took Mm -hmm. every ounce of my energy to get through it. And I think to go to bed and, and know that, all right, I'm going to do the exact same thing tomorrow. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that's, that's hard. And I think it, it was, you know, to a certain extent it was, it was sad because I didn't want to have to do it. I I didn't have to, but (laughs) you have to. And yeah, but I, I think, think that right so. there is the exact the exact thing that you were just talking about, the combination of realism and optimism that yeah. you know like you know that you're going to get better through this in some way or another and you're optimistic about that. But in those moments you're like, I need to cry because this really sucks. And it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think, you know, the whole day while you're doing your physical therapy around other people, of course, you're holding it all together and you're trying to right. face, but then you get home and you're in your bed by yourself at night and you're like, I just, I just have to cry because yep. today was hard yeah. and tomorrow is going to be harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How good did it feel when you got your uh, knee around the bike for the first time? Yeah, so, you know, it was so neat because you have all that pain and you have the tears, but there's so many little moments of triumph that I've been mm-hmm. realizing recently. Um, you know, I'm walking now without crutches and I'm getting my legs, you know, fully around the bike and it's, it's amazing. You know, I almost, I almost wanted to cry from happiness when I first got my leg around that bike because I didn't think I could do it. And then all of a sudden I pushed myself and my whole leg was around and um, it, you know, it really speaks volumes about that work you put in every single day and then where it can, it can lead you to. And, I realize mm-hmm. it's only one revolution around the bike, and um, I didn't save the world. But in a process like this where you're going through something each and every day to have a victory like that, I think mm-hmm. it really it helps It helps for your mental state to, you know, like keep going um, and keep fighting because you're, you're going to see improvements every day. Yeah, and and going back to that feeling and being able to tap into that feeling when you know, maybe next week you or tomorrow you can't get your leg all around because, you know, you, you lived life and you walked too much and maybe your knee's too swollen and you just can't do it. And to tap into that feeling and know, okay, I'm optimistic that tomorrow I can do this again, you know, that's the that's the journey of this recovery. It's up, down, sideways. You know, it's never a straight line. And I think having those moments throughout the process that, you really can feel like, okay, like this is great. Like I'm so happy right now. Allows you to um, tap back into that, right, in the moments that are hard and have that optimism that you talk about in in the process overall. Yeah, I think, you know, right now I'm in the beginning process of it, so I'm seeing a lot of improvement each day. 
and the improvement is very tangible and it's very visible. But there's going to be days where, like you said, there may be a setback, and there could be days where I make improvements, but I'll never fully know. You know, my muscle's getting a little yeah. bit stronger, but you can't see that. Yeah, um, which is hard and frustrating, especially when you're working so hard to not see or feel all the improvement. I think it gets really, uh, gets people down. It got me down at times, you know, but it there must is moments working. Where you felt like you could be doing more and they wouldn't allow you to. There must be, I'm sure I'm going to hit a lot of yep, walls you will. get really frustrated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you will. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I think, I think one of the coolest things about this process and you're kind of already realizing it and, um, you've been really open to at least me and us, like the whole, you know, sharing all this is the, the actuality of all the emotions that you go through and how, um, in masking them, you aren't going to grow in, in revealing them and allowing them to pop up and kind of sitting in them and saying, why am I so frustrated? Okay. I'm frustrated because this, okay, now I, can I turn that into something where I can move forward with it? I think by sitting in them is, is really the place where you grow and find improvement. I think that's yeah, a really accurate statement. And, you know, talking to someone like you and Diana Matheson and, and people who have, like I say, have been like spiritual guides for me through this process, and you guys have gone through this before. So to kind of shed light on certain situations or how I may feel, so I have an idea of, you know, what I'm going to be going through, so it's not going to be as much um as a surprise to me, and, I, and that's very helpful. And every day that I wake up, and I I know I'm not just doing it for myself, but so many people who have come up to me recently and said, you know, I injured my knee in this way, and mm-hmm. um, I had I had a mother of um, a player in the D.C. area said that um, her daughter recently tore ACL. Could I send her a message of mm-hmm. you know, motivation and comfort and compassion? And of, of course, I wanted to do that. So I realized like this is a battle that everyone sort of fights. Yeah, um, and yeah. it's important for me to always be in whatever moment I'm in. And if I'm in pain, I I want to now I I understand I want to feel that pain. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, I don't I don't want to mask it because then you're not really living, right? Yeah. Um, and it allows our happier moments to be the happiest, and our sad moments to be more sad. But you know, that's I think the true beauty of life is is feeling the spectrum of of what every day brings us. Yep. Love it. Love it. Well, I just had to reach out and see just, you know, I wanted to, one, check in with you, but two, just kind of see what those, what was popping up to make that week so hard and um, kind of how you have continued to push through. through. And um, was there anything, like, what did you find last week that was like anything good that distracted you from everything or anything that you found yourself doing often that helped? Uh, Maybe not even in the process, just, like, away from the rehab. Yeah, I think, you know, really just listening to my body and understanding how hard this was that every day after PT, I would just lay on my couch. I honestly would not move for hours. And, (laughs) you know, people would offer to come over and distract me, and I I did not have the energy. I I really wanted to just focus on myself, and it felt good to just – literally just lay there and mm-hmm. um, I really appreciated everyone who reached out to me who wanted to come see me but it was it would have been impossible for me so really taking the time to rest my body and my mind and realizing that PT is going to be my full-time job yeah and any type of social schedule that I thought I was going to have I was going to cancel 
Um, <laughs> and <laughs> putting all you know all of my energy into getting my knee better, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good, especially at the beginning. I think we talked about your body is, like, on overdrive, right? It's Not only is it trying to learn how to rebuild and rewalk and do all this stuff, but it is significantly healing, like, some major work that have done, have been done structurally. So, you know, that's a big part of why you're tired, too, and why um, your body is, like, craving rest. And to mm-hmm. give it that, I think you're you're listening to your body when you're allowing it to rest in those moments, especially at the beginning when it's like, what did you just do to me? <laughs> so good, good, Joe. Well, we'll talk soon again. And awesome, and, and thank you again for creating this club and giving everyone motivation to get through whatever injury they're facing. Because I didn't realize how prevalent an ACL tear is, but man. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah, I know. It is crazy. Once your eyes are open to it, it's like, what is going on? Yep. (laughs) So we're going to try. We're trying. We're trying to help kids move a little bit better so that we can maybe reduce these risks of this happening, at least, you know, to these younger kids. For us as pros, like, you know, it stinks, but we put our bodies through a lot. At some point, like, it's not – it's not anything that we did wrong. It's just, yep. you know, it just happens sometimes. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, we'll talk soon. Get some rest. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye, Jeff. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. There is Katniss or Peta or whoever she is from the Hunger Games today, Joanna Loman. I think she said a lot of good things just about dealing with the emotions and the pain and things that are coming up and just being realistic about it, but also being optimistic in the whole pursuit of your full health, that you are going to get there, that you are going to push through this pain, but be okay with those moments that you're sad about how much pain you're in or you're upset at the situation that you're in. Don't let it drag you down so much that you can't get out of that hole. That's where the optimism comes in, right? And I really liked what she had to say. I hope you guys liked this. Joanna has been so kind to kind of let us dive into the process a little bit more and allow us to connect her and what she's going through with you guys and what you're going through because all different emotions come up during injury recovery. Hers is specific to an ACL injury, but I think for Show Your Scars, there's a lot of different injuries that come up if you're an athlete. And she talks about how, you know, and I think what we're gonna get through this whole process is all the different emotions that we feel as athletes that we're told to be so strong all the time. And actually the vulnerability is the area that we are gonna grow the most and being okay with our vulnerability is actually gonna make us stronger in the end. So thank you so much, Joanna. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Enjoy your Thursday. Would you please go out there, give one some, give someone a high five, maybe a hug. You just have to think today, absolutely everything is progress. Whatever it is in your life that you're striving for, know that it is progress in some little way towards what you want to become. So go out there, show your scars with pride and share your strength with one another.